This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Hey, Rugby League is back. It is alive and well. Darius <laughs> is here. I fucking want to shoot myself. But anyway, going on. And Wayne Bennett has done it again, Mitchell. Alive and well as well, mate. A fucking aura. It's a, back. A spry 97, wherever he is, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Round the clock back to 2001, stuck the team together with sticky tape. You throw a couple of Queenslanders together. It looks like an origin side on film. Okay, a bit of tape. You throw Kurt Capewell out there. The boys got it done. That was, the worst, that was the worst Power Ranger like morph I've ever seen. I but thought they got, it, they got it done. I thought a dead guy winning a seat in the US House of Representatives <laughs> would be the biggest <laughs> achievement that a dead person made today, but no. <laughs> We were wrong. No. Oh, Super But anyway, go on. I, t- yeah. I tell you what, what, winning sports things, how Do good it. is it? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like, we, the, the listeners haven't seen like a smug, happy you in, in quite a while. It has been like, because I didn't even enjoy the Broncos the last two years. And no, because they weren't. I mean, year. what do they do? They came eighth and got pantsed in and round I, one. I hated the them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is like the first time. Like, the, Anastasia moved to Australia, you know, the start of the year. And she saw me when we beat the Cowboys and I was going nuts when her feeder was oh doing things. Yeah. And she's like, is this going to be you like forever? And the, that Mitch didn't reappear to today, jumping off the couch and swearing. <laughs> yeah. Didn't reappear until we got one back, then Coates went over. But like, yeah, that's, um, we're back. And it's good to enjoy rugby league again. And turns out Origin is the pinnacle and we should play it all the time. 26 Origin games, three <laughs> NRL games. Yeah. <laughs> we're back. And I know that, Often people say about players, you know, if you if you cut him open, he bleeds blue, or you cut him open, he bleeds murder. If you cut Cam Munster open, you probably just see like pulse premixed alcoholic beverages. UDLs. But that man just runs on pure premixed alcoholic drinks. Uh, what a hero. An what absolute a hero. hero. Speaking of heroes, Kurt Capewell as well. Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, taking home the John Doyle medal on the night for random Queenslander that nobody <laughs> knows who he is who killed it. Like there's like, you know, that it goes into, I did, I did tweet this, but like one of the best things about being a Queensland fan this whole time, it's not the, the special wins from the good players. You expect good from the good players. It's, it's games like that from Kirk Catewell. Like those are players who, you know, are out of their depth, sh- apparently shouldn't be in the team. They get thrown in the deep end and they stand up and make, you know, an origin winning play or at least just do their job. And those are the guys like yeah. Kurt Capewell, like Adam Mogg, like even like Dane Nielsen, you know, like even when they brought Josh Hannah out of reserve grade, those are the guys Origin is built on as a Queenslander, is the dudes that weren't supposed to be there that are, that play like that, and then they write themselves into the annals of Origin history forever. And that was like, mm-hmm. yes, he let two tries in when he was like, his leg was cooked. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, he, he made that play. He he danced on Gutherson most of the night. He was fantastic. And yeah. he made he made Gutherson look quite average. He did. Um, um, yeah, his defense was... Not top shelf, put it that way. <laughs> no, um, but we will obviously we'll we'll take it from the start, and then we'll get, we'll get to the the as especially that I found the last defensive set of the game incredibly funny. But mm. um, yeah, I mean that early DCE miss penalty goal kind of set the tone for what was a frustrating opening twenty minutes for Queensland, where they had a lot of the territory and a lot of chances to score points, but. I mean, Cherry Evans in particular, I thought was not really on the pace tonight, which is bizarre. And then he, considering he won the man of the match award, but you know, whatever. Um, and then, 
at halftime, people that I was speaking to in, in various places were kind of sort of like, yeah, this game's over. Probably end up being 30 nil, but origin is rarely that simple. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I thought I can't believe you got man of the match, but I thought DC was shocking in that first half. Like when that team needed direction and he missed that penalty, needed direction. He threw that intercept. I thought he was shocking, but that whole first half was a bit of a scrap and, and like it had 15 drop balls in it which is the most in a first half of origin since 2004. And only, only since then, because I don't know the errors by half before that. I only know the total for the games. So it might be the most in an origin half ever. It felt like they hadn't played in four or five weeks. It felt like it was, it it felt like it was either round one or round 40, which it was, but the game kind of picked up as it went. And maybe it's because Queensland won for mine, but the second half was a bit more, bit, bit more entertaining. But that first half, as you said, we'll go back to what you said. First half, Queensland all this ball and did nothing with it. And the Blues, what, first opportunity, second opportunity, scored pretty yeah, easy through Damien Cook. A bit fortuitous from Damien Cook, but hey, you know. Whatever. And, then, and, then, but, and, then, and that was one of the things, right? It's because it's kind of like you have 20 minutes of dominance, don't do anything, and the other team just runs up the other end once, gets a really kind of fluky try. You just think, well, it's, this is probably not our night. But It happened in the end row plenty of times for Queensland that did. Yeah. The Blues would start the opening 20, then something dumb with that, like that would happen. Oh, mate, people bl- are still angry about that English try like 12 years later. Exactly. So. <laughs> but, uh, and that felt like, and then Addo Carr's try happens. And, you know, as Queensland's Gus Gould, I was thinking it's very unfair on, on the boys, a very unfair scoreline. But yeah, that they 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 came out in that second half and they had a bit of what Wayne Juice at halftime. No, re- highly recommended for anybody some Wayne Juice. Yeah, we we give Wayne Juice. We do we, we we do give Gus a, we do give Gus a lot of flack, but he did say something right before halftime, which I thought was like pretty spot on, and it turned out to be right, which is that Wayne Bennett is probably better than anybody else at seeing what's going wrong at halftime and making halftime adjustments. And whilst Gus whilst Gus. Gus does say a lot of silly things. He also obviously does understand the game quite well. And, that, and I thought that was a great point and it, it mm. proved to be correct because um, in the second half, Cherry Evans in particular was obviously a lot better than he was in the first half, but it just seemed as though, I don't know. Did you think maybe they just needed some time to get into the game because it had been so long? I, I can't really put my finger on it. Well, I kind of felt like they were winning the physical battle. Yeah. And, and they did win in the second half. I thought as well, I thought Christian Welch was exceptional in defense. He wasn't that great with the ball in hand. But I thought he was really pushing Queensland's, Line speed up when he was on the field, even though he played 20, I think he played 30 minutes at the end. But I thought that second half, like Jaden Sewell was much better than Cohen Hess. Capewell came into his own. They certainly looked a bit more up to the physical task in that second half and started playing a bit more direct as well. Like uh, the first half, a bit too much sideways from DCE. Second half took their chances. I mean, and then it was like individual brilliance. Capewell stood up, Gutho, um, Gagai stood up, Whiten. But all that talk before the games is, and we mentioned on this podcast that people talking about Queensland not having centers. The Blues didn't have centers in the centers either. No, and it showed. It they showed awful, awful out wide. They had, yeah. like, I think they had like they had like nine five eights on the field at one point. Yeah, they did. They, they, <laughs> we, we mentioned that. I think we mentioned that earlier in the week, where it was like just, we the, like New South Wales five eights at it until it goes like, away. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's the Melbourne Storm throw four bucks at the problem. Yeah, problem. exactly, mate. Um, yeah, obviously a little bit unlucky for the Blues with Cam Murray only playing like five minutes, but oh, that was an awful looking injury as well. It just didn't quietly. look the knee. Yeah, it didn't look great. No. I mean, that, that you'd imagine that's his series probably done, and yeah. and yeah. South will see him well, sometime. Off to Byron with you, my friend. Well, considering the game. Games, you know, every week now, not like two, three weeks later or two weeks later. Yeah, yeah Ken exactly. Murray's probably done. Yeah, he's gone. 
but um, I'm guessing we're going to see the classic, like every time the team loses game one or they rested on their laurels going into game one and lose, that we'll, we see a lot of changes. And what we saw last year when the Blues lost, what they brought in Ferguson, Tommy Turbo, Maloney, Saifidi, Finucane, Tarek Sims, Wade Graham, and moved like Paul Vaughan, Jake Turbo, White. And like they moved that. That's it. They made like 10 changes. So it's probably be the same in this. After this I game. think this game was crying out for someone like David Clemmer as well. I just thought that, like, I mean, apart from Paulo in short spurts, and he didn't really play much in the second half at all, if I, if my memory serves me correctly. But it just seemed like they were getting dominated up front quite a lot of the time. And Jake Turbo is good at what he does, but he's not going to be one of those guys that sort of bends the line and sort of helps you win a forward battle. Really, he's just kind of a guy that's there to keep it, help it keep ticking over. Um, no, I wouldn't yeah. actually be all that shocked if they looked for. If they looked Clemmer's way for game two, and oh, I can't think... bring him in, mate. Not in the squad. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. The bubble. Sorry. Yeah. Well, the, never mind that. And I obviously, my other thing I noticed. I mean, you could tell Payne Haas hadn't played a game of footy in about a month. But yeah. yeah. But he's also one of those guys, mate. Like, and I think some people said it. I wouldn't have brought him off the bench. He's like a, one of those guys that's better in his stints. You know, he's got to play 50, 60 to, to be to be as effective as he can be. But if you look through the numbers, and they will update from now because the post-match isn't finished yet, but, you know, the Blues forwards are like, you know, Paulo, 43 minutes, six runs, 58 metres. Frizzell, seven runs, 48 metres. That's terrible, by the way, for someone his size running across field. Uh, Payne Haas, seven for 61. Murray, one run. Turbo, 10 for 88. Like, these are shit numbers. It, it really, and it, it was something that we were talking about through the week was that we were concerned that New South Wales would not necessarily bully, but definitely do significantly better than that. I no, mean, like, I as, was, you're wrong. I said Queensland's pack was yeah, in this. We, pra- we praised <laughs> Queensland's pack. We said the seven, big difference seven was the runs back lines. for 46 metres is like, I could, you know, go out and probably do that. <laughs> you're not in the like, bubble, mate. You can't. Uh, yeah. But that's it. He went sideways. Go and run but, along the yeah. sidelines. Yeah. But Queensland say, won like, the physical battle. It, but that, yeah. exactly. And like every time you saw, say Frizzell or Polo or Saifidi run the ball, Queensland, as you said, the line was bending, but it was never broken. Like there was no point in that game where I was like, you know what? They, they look like every time they're going to go through, they, they look like they're going to break the line here every time or get an offload away every time. It just never looked like that. Like it, especially kind of later on in the first half and kind of midway through the second half when New South Wales were getting pretty comfortably wrestled, like, yeah, they they just look like they were just kind of just running the ball up and just accepting the tackles. I I'm kind of, and you know it's quite interesting and obviously we we all know that spine players play better when they're behind a dominant forward pack, but I I don't think I don't think Nathan Cleary will have much to positively look back on in this game. And no. um yeah, so I'm Has getting it, a lot of yeah. sorry. Go on. Has it already been bizarre for the last like four years that like none of the halves have been that good? No. Mm. Um. Poor Adam Reynolds, not in the bubble either. Disaster. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it's it was weird. I, I I didn't think that, and we we mentioned that they weren't centers, but Gutherson and White are both playmaker types. I didn't think either of them played particularly well. Cody had one nice touch for the Adokar second try when he came on, but he also had that flick pass, which pretty much resulted in Adokar having no choice but to get pushed over the sidelines. Mm. So he was a bit of a mixed bag yeah, as well. Right. Having said that, I thought he showed a little bit more than Cleary did in his limited time. And Kiri as well. Uh, um, I'm unsure if they're going to run it back. You're right, mate. They, they, Freddie especially loves making wholesale changes after a loss. And I would be mildly surprised if they ran it back with the same 17 again. And, and I would be equally like a little bit surprised if they ran it back with the same 
halves combination again. I think. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked to see White in the six. No, me. I either. was just gonna say that. Or I thought Walker was actually quite good in his time on the field. Like yeah. he at least looked like he was influencing the game a little bit. Yeah, he basically played that Michael Morgan role that we thought he would, and he was fine. But we know Freddie doesn't particularly love him, and, well, and he is a big fan of Jack Whiten's for better yeah. or worse. And well, he was gonna I, come on really early, eh? Walker, yeah. Well, they thought that he was Mar- meant to I think come on when Kiri got uh, a when stinger Kiri or something. Yeah, yeah, he and came off holding his shoulder. He's actually down there on the on the sideline with a card in his hand, and then they called him back. But yeah, yeah, he had. To, I mean, he had some positive impacts at the end, but I, I, it, probably not enough to turn Fitless' head after after game one last year. So no, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But on the Queensland side as well, I mean, we've all, we've been pretty high on Tino all year, and I thought he was excellent in this game. I thought he was a big part of what they did physically up front, along with Josh Papali and and Welch in the limited time that Welch was on the field. He, he to me already has the makings of being like a fantastic middle over the next few years. And I think the Gold Coast have got themselves an absolute gem there. I thought Jaden, and, and as Mitch said before, Jaden Sewell was much, much better uh, than Cohen House when he came on, um, mm. which, I mean, who could have seen that coming? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was just surprising to see. And we did say that we wouldn't be shocked if Queensland's forwards either held their own or even won. But it, I was shocked by the degree of how much they, they, they won by in terms yeah. of that, that battle. Yeah, I really thought, as you said, I thought Tano, Papali, Welch were, were exceptional. And that's the Queensland starting middle. And I thought Collins was pretty good as well. And then Sua, better than better than advertised, but better than a Cohen Hess might make me, ha- might make me having you know, thinking a bit more of him. But you know, he almost sealed the game with that that half break and a flick pass towards the end. But yeah, I thought that Queensland packed it did really well, bar Cohen Hess and Jake Friend. Looks like the Jake friend the Roosters hate, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not the one they love. You know, there's like those every there's Jekyll and Hyde to the Jake yeah, friend yeah, Roosters. Yeah, yeah. We got the, we yeah we we got the one that they hate. You'd uh, like to think that a Harry Grant, Damian Cook type would have done bits behind that forward back yeah, but, uh, rolling. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah, the, I just thought he was pretty average and didn't didn't offer much zip from behind that pack when they were doing it, it quite was well. Quite telling when Hunt when went into play like the selective parts of nine that he did play that. There was significantly more speed, behind, like off the ruck, and that's that's what's got that capable try. Really, was that run out from the back by Hunt, if I remember correctly? Yeah, but it's um, like friend will keep his spot. They're not going to yeah, make yeah. that change. But I think Cohen has probably loses his spot to Sua. And but I don't know if Queensland changed much else other nah. than um, Val Holmes comes in, and it depends how Capewell yeah. holds up. You know, He's- maybe. Maybe Branko's back as well, but I think Val comes in for Sami. I thought Xavier Coates was really good. Me yeah. too. As well. I is is it weird though as well? Like Kafusi, like I thought was seriously seriously injured when he stayed down and was like basically not moving, and then he was just fine. Like a they just hung over the storm. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that is but he fair. was pretty good. I thought that I've got alcohol might be in my knee. Help. My- might have been Kafusi's best origin as well. <laughs> yeah, it, NRL website says he played 80 minutes, but for me, he only yeah. played 79 minutes and 48 yeah. seconds. So there you go. So, but yeah, that back line they threw together. Like, I thought Brimson had a pr- did, had a pretty good game. Obviously, Capewell some defensive mistakes there, but still pretty solid. Ga- uh, sorry, Coates I thought was the better best winger on the field. Maybe Adokar mm. better than him probably. Sami okay, but I thought Gagai was the best back on the field. What oh, a guy. What I was I was hero. surprised that honestly was surprised that he wasn't given man of the match um, it's, because giving Cherry Evans man of the match is just, it, come on, <laughs> what are we all doing here? It was weird, but 
Um, I agree with you, mate. I thought he was one of the best players on the pitch. And it's quite funny. Like, obviously, I'm sure that he's aware of the memes that he goes to another level when he plays for Queensland. But Mm. this year, because he was so good for South, he was like, fuck, I have to be like the best player on the field for Queensland to keep the meme alive. And he did it. So credit to him. And there was also a lot of talk about him being a better winger than a center. And I thought like every time, especially in the second half, but every time he got the ball to make an attack, he just looked like he was going to break New South Wales open. Well, like it, th- it, did, yeah. it didn't look like he was just – every every attack, he looked like he was going to kick on. I thought that was one of the things that Gus got wrong is when he said – this did happen at the start of the year, but he said, oh, you know, Wayne and Dane argue over if they're winger or centre or he's better. Mm. Like, well, mate, you, have you forgotten that Gagai played like half his game that both this year at South? You can be good at both of them. Yeah. You know, he just he played on the good, wing. Just a good outside yeah. back. He was on the wing when they had Roberts fit, but – you know, he had a good run of center at the end, at the end of the year, and he was great at center in this game. And mm. uh, I was hesitant, you know, if you asked me 18 months ago about him playing center in origin because his defense at center was so bad, but it's been okay at, at South this year, and it was fine in this game. He did a pretty good job on Whiten, I thought. He, I mean, you know, Whiten was a little bit like tackling a church mouse tonight. Yeah, but, I yeah. mean, he was quite poor. There was that one there was that one moment that he got away, got away from Gagai and kind of got snuffled up by the man who was whoever was inside him eventually, but Yeah, well they threw they didn't have a lot to contend with. Well, they threw a lot at that left-hand side. Like that's where they stack like that's, you know, Kiri's down there, Tupo's there, Tedesco likes on left the most. That's the Roosters left-hand stack side stuff they do. They threw heaps down that side. Yeah. They scored points coming back to the right most often, but they were going left-hand side was where they wanted to score their points. And Gagai and Coates stood up. And and Coates, you know, you want to talk the last few minutes, Coates you know, got away with one when he knocked that ball down when he came in, but made the play and they bombed him all night. And he had a, had a great game under the high ball. And Mid, I have his a, origin lock. I have a question for you as a, yeah. as a stats man. Yeah. Um, a 47.4% tackling efficiency. Is that good? Oh God, who has that? Jack White, nine tackles made, eight missed, two ineffective. Oh my God, that's terrible. Like <laughs> 47. Like, I, For context, the second worst player on the Blues is Luke Keary at 72.7. Like, so. I, 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 you know, I do say often that those stats can be overrated, but 47% is ridiculous. <laughs> like, I, I can't, like, apart from like a fullback who makes one and misses one. I can't remember terrible. them being like like a guy that's made nine tackles having a efficiency below 50% is wild. Yeah, so I'm not sure if he ends up in the in the sixth game too. I don't know where he ends up, but we've got to we didn't talk about it enough, but we've got to talk about Gutho at, at I know if you look at the numbers, he had three line break assists and two try assists, being the guy who batted the ball on in, in those backline movements. I but thought, Jesus Christ, he was a deer yeah, in the headlights. He was he was a liability. I mean the the tackle I mean, calling it a tackle is kind. But the tackle attempt on Capewell, we all know what I'm talking about. He just got like fended into next week. And I mean, next week is probably going to be good for him because at least they'll be in Sydney and he'll be comfortable and all that other kind of shit. But like, man, you're trying to like chest tackle a bloke who's a foot taller than he has an arm reach like an albatross. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) So many defensive errors. As you said, like I when you mentioned those tackle efficiency, I was like, this is going to be a gutho. Joke. No, no, but no, it wasn't, which made me a little bit sad. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just not good. Well, Guthers was weirdly high, mate. Guthers was ninety-one point four. He made thirty-two go. tackles, only missed two. But so. there you go, thirty-two tackles at center. That's a man they ran at. Exactly, that's a man yeah. they targeted. But he, um, he's one good moment or his best moment for mine of the whole game was when he took a kick and ran like thirty meters, like a fullback would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and that's I know often Origin is like. 
you get the best players on the field. And and you'll see over the years we've seen GI go to center and kill it. We saw Tommy Turbo go to center and kill it. But Gutherson is not that quality of player. He is a good fullback. Many have covered this, but the things that are good about Gutho are things that belong to the fullback's position. You know, his kick returning, his mm. his work off the ball, his support play, his his ta- you know his passing, which did help those two tries. But yeah. the rest of the stuff you want from a centre, he was shit out. That he couldn't stand up. Kurt, old man Kurt Capewell, Kurt Capewell, not even old man. Sorry, this <laughs> hob- I got him old man because he was hobbled on one leg, and he couldn't. Yeah. St- that's whilst they targeted him and scored with hands. Kurt Gutho couldn't stand him up. Yeah, you can have Gutho basically playing the Cody, like what Cody Walker did tonight. If you if you don't want to put him at fullback, but that's basically the only other position you could play him at. Really, is five eight or yeah. that roaming thirteen kind of position. You can't have him at center. You're right, mate. It just completely nullifies a lot of the things that he's good at. And yeah, I I, I don't know what they're going to do. They can't replace both centers for game two, can they? Like, I forget who else is in the squad besides Lomax. Well, they've um, got they've got Crichton they've got and Lomax. Steve. So they, they could, could pick they, Crichton there. You're right. They could do both of them. Maybe they do. You would think one of them changes. I don't know if, you know, maybe they like Gutho enough or what enough. I don't think they'll go with the same back line. I think Tupo, who I said deserved his shot, might be under the pump for game two considering he threw that offload, which is, you know, he did that against Broncos at Suncorp a couple of times, big mistakes and big gains. I thought he was quite good outside of that, but that can be what costs you an origin spot, that offload that Munster jumped on and scored from. Yeah. I, is, is Gutho the, uh, the New South Wales Corey Allen? Oh, hang on. What do you mean? Just very good in one specific position that has a very specific right. skill set. And I got it. I just didn't like the Corey Allen. No, like, Corey Allen's like, he's like, it's like when I bully my little brother, I'm allowed to do it. But when you start bullying my little brother, that's not, not cool, man. Only yeah. I can say that about Corey Allen. Only if Corey Allen played for your club can you say that. So Mitch can say it too. Yeah, the Blues have enough talent to make to, to ring the changes and win game two back yeah. in New South Wales. But Queensland yeah. will add in Val Holmes and, and maybe Fodawaker. For me, it's, it's out Fodawaker onto the bench for Queensland, and that's it. That makes the, that's, I mean, pretty happy. And that, that steals up the middle even more. And, it does. Um, and, and, and Holmes coming in as well is pretty exciting. It's um, quite. Uh, if it, What do we make of um, David Nofaluma just tweeting an emoji with no. It just the uh, yes. two eyes, no mouth emoji. The silent emoji. Yes, oh, that, that's probably that's a better way of explaining it. Yeah, mm. pretty uh, obviously. Uh, often, often a good way to get into the squad. It, is I, I imagine this is in reference to Brad Fittler basically saying that he didn't pick him because he didn't want wingers who make mistakes coming out of their own end. And then, of course, Daniel Tupo basically threw the game to Cameron Munster. So yeah, mm. I, originally I couldn't figure it out. I was like, well, who are you? Who are you doing that at? But it's it's Tupo. There you go. You put it together, Bunga. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I was um, like, are you, are you saying you could do Gutho at center? I was trying to figure out what he was talking about. Um, and, and then I was kind of like, oh, they can pick him for game two. But then, as you guys said, with Clemmer, they obviously cannot. I was like, why are you doing this, man? Now they're not going to pick you. But it's like, oh, right, right, they can't. He's not in the squad, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, Zach Lomax, <laughs> I imagine, will be getting a call up for the second game, which is only a week away. I don't know. How do you guys feel about this? I I thought it was um I thought it was going to be the next Saturday, and then oh, is it Saturday? The, no, no, it's no. it's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. But okay, I thought good. it was going right. to be Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. But it uh, look midweek sport. I'm all well, I'm all for it. I don't know if it's going to last in this format. We have to see the ratings end of yep. the year. It definitely yeah. lead the lead up. Even as someone who doesn't like Origins disruption, I didn't like the lead up. We said that in the preview. It didn't feel like an Origin game was coming today. It didn't feel like an Origin game was coming either. Yeah, and the game started. It didn't feel like an Origin game either. But I, the, I will, the second half did. I will say though, like 
I mean, and we'll, I guess we'll find out next Wednesday, but I imagine two factors go into that. A is that everyone kind of thought this game was a foregone conclusion. And the other one is I just think the American election dominated the news cycle for the last couple of days to a point where yeah. people weren't really thinking about yeah. other things. So now that we've got Queensland springing an ambush in game one and no election <laughs> to worry about next week, I imagine the hype might be a little bit more uh, pronounced next Wednesday. Yeah, but it's definitely... um. And hey, having a tight finish, no matter who won that game at the end, there that's what its origin is about. And origin comes down to those game that moments very often. And as you said, that's what gets people in, into the rest of the series. You're not that into it if it's globe trotting and the Blues kill kill the yeah. the Queensland side. Yeah. Um. Well, should we answer? We got some questions. Should we do yeah, some questions? We did. I was going to say, yeah. do we want to smash the questions? Uh, yes, it's obviously not our world's greatest game review. We're doing right post the game, middle of emotion. I don't care. Screw you all. <laughs> I, it's, it's your affinity towards our listeners um, yeah. that's uh, really... Get some, keeps them coming back. Yeah. Um, Look, before... I won a game. I'm happy. I hate everyone. <laughs> I, will, I know that we, we, met, we mentioned to you that the Broncos women's team won more games than the Broncos men's team. Now we're in a position where Queensland could win as many games as the... <laughs> As the Brisbane te- as the Brisbane men's team this year, which would also be pretty funny. Um, before you read out the questions, I just want to give a quick shout out to the people on the top two tiers of our Patreon. Thank you again for your continued support. And they are Bert Andrews, Carlo Tyson, uh, Ben Wallace, Chris Slade, Dan Cullinane, Dave, Frankie, Harvey G. If you name me, I will cancel my sub. Jace G, Jason, Josh Brandon, Maddie Jenkins, Maddie McPee, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, Never Trendy, Roxanne Clark, Ty, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, Warwick Ahern, and Wayne Ritchie. Thank you all so much for your continued support. And for the rest of you people that uh, donate at the lower tiers as well, we love you and we couldn't do this without you guys. And if you want to get involved, as I said, it is patreon.com forward slash NRL boom rookies. Now, Mitchell, take it away with the questions. <laughs> so all on Twitter. First one comes from Jack Cronin. This is a perler. Mm. What should Freddie do now that he's up against an actual coach? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> pray, pray, my dear friends. Oh boy. Oh. Uh, yeah. Coaching has not been a, a premium of the last couple of years of origin. It's been, uh, you know, what is it? Captain of motivation, captain the cans, whatever. But yeah, there's a there's a challenge in front of Freddie. Luckily, he has a lot of good players, in, you know, in that in that mm. squad that he can bring in. Yeah. Um. Uh. What's Bradley Stubbs doing? <laughs> he's he cro- winning. Is he winning in the bubble? Winning. Which bubble is Stubbs in? I don't mm. know. I like. He's probably just going back and forth between both bubbles and just Constantly like motiv- motivationally speaking, his way out of COVID fines. Good on him. Okay. Um, should in a renegade dugong should Freddie learn a lesson from this Queensland team and pick some natural centers like a Kurt Capewell or a Dane Gagai, perhaps? Well, both of those blokes play for Queensland, <laughs> so I can't pick them. Um, yeah. Yes. Just throw Tyson Rizal out there. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Dino Knight FB says Wayne Bennett, which is just a great question. That's good. Yeah, yep. I agree. Wholeheartedly. That is all, that is the eternal question. Uh, Tyhr Blue says, where does Kurt's performance rank in the Adam Mog power rankings? Well, I think it, it's. I mean, it's uh, genuinely mod, up there. The mod game will be hard to beat. The mm. two tries, who who he was, but it's it's up there, and I'll have more time to review, you know, over the next couple of days. But it feels like it'll be up there with Adam. Who was it that got picked Ethan out of Reggie's Lowe, that you said before? J- Josh Hannay. Josh Hannay. That's right. But yeah, it's it is one of the great Origin nobodies performances. Mm. A typical uh, Queensland performance. <laughs> it is uh, another question here. Uh, no, it's not, uh, I'm skipping someone. We haven't got time to do all of them tonight because we've we got places to be. 
Okay, uh, two good says, is K-Pop going to be the new gay guy? Average for their club, heroic for their state. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I already yelled at like a lot of people tonight. I'm not going to have this. Dang gay guy, it was really good for was South good this year. this year. Not this year, having it was this. good. Uh, Benny, Billy Ace, 99 says, how fucking good does it feel to support a team coached by the GOAT again? Doesn't have to feel, <laughs> have, have, sorry. Does it have felt a win in any rugby league game like this since 2018? I mean, it's felt pretty great the last two years. So, what yeah. did they say that Me it was? Too, Billy. It was 14 years since Wayne had coached Queensland. He it's coached crazy. Queensland in what 2001. He came back in, and that's yeah. and the and the comparisons are easy to make because he threw together a ragtag bunch and a lot of debutants and beat the Blues there. But yes, that was his last stint. Was what 2001 so to on 2003? Yeah, I think. Let me double check that. So, it might, it might be more than 14 years, but. He has offered out a couple of times over the previous years, but they've just not given it to him, obviously. And, I, and this is it, right, this year. He'll be gone again. So 2008 was the last time, but he'll be gone next year, I think. Um, Nobs11 says, if Stephen Crichton was the best centre in the NRL this year, then why doesn't he play centre for the Blues? That's a pretty good question. That's a fair enough question. To be oh, we forgot about him. He's in the bubble as well, isn't he? He is. No, I didn't forget about him. I mentioned with Lomax. I think he should. I think he should be the one that comes in. I thought you were talking about Angus Crichton. Ooh, tough scene. I was very confused. A natural centre. I was very. I was like, he played. Play him outside or inside centre, Bungard. Yes. You're gonna raise it on post pod. I meet you. Have you? What's going on? I don't like to call you guys out on the air. I was. I was gonna mention it afterwards, but. Gilbert saw Gillard says, "Has Nathan Cleary been seen since Grand Final week?" I'm just gonna put this out there. If his last name was Pierce. The performance he put in tonight would be was, getting a lot more, yeah, hate than it is. Honestly, like four out of ten would be generous. And and he missed. Okay, I know they weren't easy kicks, but he is a goal kicker. He's supposed he to be the best goal kicker in the comp, but he missed those kicks. Yep, and it allowed Queensland to do it. They didn't last five minutes, which was just lie all over the ruck and that dare the last referee to do something. Kick, the last kick, and they mentioned it in comms. He mm-hmm. just had to kick that. He just had to kick that one, and then they would have been able to kick for a draw. Yeah. yeah, as you say, goal kicker by name only. Yeah, and we should talk about the last five minutes anyway, Bungo. You mentioned it. Queensland just lying in the ruck for like 17 days. So the last tackle, there were literally like 40 people on the ruck. People were running in when he was on the ground. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> it was like a cl- it was the opposite of a clown car. Oh, people running great. into the tackle. Like terrible refereeing, but I'm here for it. <laughs> like terrible, but you know, what's like what's the benefit they get penalty at that point? I don't know, but... Mm. Um, yeah, the um, sin binning was more than fair. They yeah, sin, get their warning. Sin, yeah, I was going to say same <laughs> with the sin bin for Kafusi and him taking like a minute to get off the field. He acts like, like he didn't you know see it. He's like, uh, I don't know who you're sending off. He's just staring past the referee. Is like, that you, Kurt? <laughs> Kurt was that? Uh, uh, Mad Dog on us no space. What things get better with age, and would you compare Wayne Bennett to a Penfolds Grange? Mm. Also, going to get a New South Wales staff member sacked. Some other club is going to get Wayne Bennett again <laughs> next year. People are going to doubt him, and that team's going to be good again. Dragons are looking Terrible. for a better coach, please. Nobbs is back again. He said, does this Wales need some Ryan Pappenhausen? I will be really interested. Can he play centre? <laughs> that was going to be my next question. I'll be interested to see what happens with Paps. Okay. Pythagorean NRL, rank the following by how far they should be kept away from game two. Gutho? Mm. Freddie, mm. Cleary, DCE, Friend, and Hess. Jeez, I don't, t- strong contenders. I don't like Freddie being on the sideline. <laughs> um, 
Hess the furthest away. They're probably Hess, Hess should be somewhere out past Penrith. Yep. Um, who are the other options? Friend, I didn't think was too bad, to be really honest. Like, he was fine. It's kind of hard to come out, come in and play hooker after, like, literally the greatest player of all time. Um, but he deserved this shot. And I thought, again, he was fine. Like, he was stable. And I think that's He's what okay. they needed. Yeah, but Harry, everyone uh, wants Harry Grant just like me. And I, as a man of the people, yeah. as, as Bungard knows, yeah. I love our fans. We demand Harry Grant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gutho, keep him at Parramatta. Um, he's he's happy there. Who else was there? Freddie, Freddie, just put Freddie in the stands. Yeah. Um, and then who was the last one? Uh, Hess, Cleary, DCE. DCE Cleary, like, Cleary can be in the stands, but like in the bench area of the stands. DCE uh, play him at fourteen and play Hunt. So yeah. there you go. Manly it's fans like a are going system yeah. of shit. Fa- Manly fans are going feral about DCE now because he got that man of the match. It's like, come on, uh, you guys are. He wasn't the best on ground. On. He got man of the match as a halfback who didn't have any like tries, linebacker assists for no, any any that anything like that. So... But he was average. He did that same stuff yeah. he always does at top level. Run sideways. And him and Cleary, you know, again, DCE and Cleary are two of the best halfbacks in the game at NRL level. No one is disputing that. Uh-huh. DCE would be a walk-up side at most clubs. So would Cleary. They have both been terrible at rep Four. level. Yep. And I understand DCE got man of the match tonight. I don't care. Just like when Billy Sater got man of the series. I don't care what that vote says. Him and DCE have not had a good origin between them yet. Sorry, they him were, and Cleary. They were poor. Yeah. Yep. They were poor. How about Queensland losing their coach to an NRL club and getting better? I mean, look at the world <laughs> they lost him to, though, in fairness. Yeah, I know. What if we just hired the other man? <laughs> That's a question from me. <laughs> you can't submit questions against the rules. Uh, who's next? Dollary Deuce, fullback of the year and five out of the year as your center pairing. Discuss. Uh, moving on. Yeah, and then you said rugby league is a game of two halves. Question. The Daily Cherry Evans story. Like, yeah, it's like the Queensland story in that game. But DC was okay in the second half, but he was mm. bad in the first half. Shunter, a good friend Shunter says, how big of a toss is Noffa for his passive-aggressive emoji tweet? He didn't even tweet a good one like a shrug, a shush, or a hmm. He went with the expressionless emoji one like a coward. I well, liked very, it, but I mean... West's Tigers tweet. This is, I mean... It's, it's the actions of a man who has kind of, I guess, probably made his peace with not ever getting picked by Brad yeah. Fiddler, which is weird given that he's only 26. But yeah, it was funny. And that's really all I care about because it doesn't affect me any other way. Mm. Um, next question, Warwick Ahern. Biggest L of the week for New South Wales. Their bleed blue anthem or their jersey or the game? All right. Dale, you're a known jersey nonce. Uh, it was awful, <laughs> wasn't it? It was really bad. But like the more, like I got used to it. It wasn't the worst thing of the evening. The bleed blue anthem just shoot. God, I've just held a terrible comment comment back. I'm sorry, everyone, for even thinking it. Oh, <laughs> anyway, so... I'm not going to say what I was thinking. Please don't. Mom, to my mum messaged me and was like, "What's up with the police tape?" I was like, "What?" That's what she she said. It looked like police tape around their jerseys. Oh yeah, oh but they look like a, a charity police. Jer- I was like, yeah, police way, yeah. and the blues, not a good combo. If the um, longest yard was a rugby league movie, the police yeah. would have worn that jersey. Yeah, they would they have. Would've. They would have had. Yeah, it's a terrible combo, isn't it? That jersey, that anthem, and the performance. Yeah, no good. Just burn the tape. 
Yeah, and even the other jersey they have, the main jersey is terrible. And it's Queensland's so jersey is about as good as ever been. Oh, just pay me to make a better one, please. <laughs> this is a good question. Angry Harry, should we bottle Gag Eye's Origin Sweat and sell it like Space Jam secret stuff? Yes. I, we've said it before, and I'll say it again. Liquid gold. Yep. I had mentioned Wayne Juice earlier. Well, Dane Juice as well. We'll make Ooh, a whole. Maybe they could line. be like. Maybe they could be like when you go into the Gatorade aisle and you've got like your Gatorade and then you've got like your the Gatorade that's got no sugar in it. Gagorade. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like me, Gagorade. Yeah. It's that active water, and I'm like, this is just salty water. <laughs> it's active though. It's active though. I have to be active when I drink it. Uh, Sam Kusher, how do we miss evidence that Freddie may not be a coaching genius? He seems so sharp on TV. <laughs> I, don't think any, I don't think anyone's missed that, by the way. Imagine, it's just... imagine how good, because you know how on, for those of you who don't know, on Channel 9 tonight, they had they had five viewing options. So you could, this is, sorry, this is on 9 Go. You could watch the standard coverage, which was, you know, the one that was displayed on 9. Then you could watch a... Uh, like a, a specialty camera that was on DCE. You could watch a specialty camera on Tedesco and then you could watch one each on Freddie and Wayne. Now, what would have been worse viewing Freddie or Wayne, <clears throat> a man of no expressions or a man making no expressions because Freddie was so sullen, so surly the whole game. Like man, like getting out coached by a bloke who's a literal corpse. <laughs> Not good. Bad yeah. bad look for my guy. Uh, M. Sprouser says, if you were to draw a diagram of the upward trajectory of Cam Munster's playing ability against amounts of, amount of partying, what would the graph look like? It's what, just a sky What was the thing in uh, How I Met Your Mother? Sex, the, crazy sexy. The crazy sexy? Yeah. You, yeah. He's, he's in the... He's, right now, he's in the Goldilocks zone. Yeah. Well, I don't know the zones. I just know the line. <laughs> but that's... Anyway. You never go below the line. He is clearly like... 10 and a 10 at this point. He's an absolute hero. Not the not the best on ground in their post-grand final celebration. So that the Cheese will never lose that title. But Munster yeah. was certainly up there. This game and, and on the grand final celebration. Munster's, uh, Munster's comments to Joey in the post-match were very funny about like how his mm. son, oh, his, uh, his nephew was like, he was having withdrawals. And I was like, that's another word that I would have used. Mm. Uh, Parko23 says, has Guffo played his last origin? No, I don't think so. No. Um, I, I think, obviously, we've seen a million times in the past, guys get a line put through them after one bad game. But A, this isn't a normal year. They're in a bubble. They have very limited options as to what they mm. can do. And B, like he wasn't good, but he wasn't like Justin Hodges on debut. Um, can't Nathan think of Hatt. anyone else who had a really bad origin game other than him. Shut up, Dale. Um, he wasn't as bad as those guys. So, yeah, no, nah, I think we'll probably see him again. Yeah. Okay. I've got a breaking news. As we went watching the post game, because we were obviously recording, a uh, uh, man on the ground, Nick Camden, reports his uh, Chris Hyington medal for the best off-ground today. And apparently Xavier Coates was our best off-ground. So just for the fans out there, he was good, good. best of the post-match. So I'm looking forward to catching up on that. <laughs> Fantastic. Look out for that in your uh, your local newsstand. Yeah, Swiss underscore cowboy underscore 78 says, would Damien Cook fail an alcohol test after inhaling Cam Munster's breath? <laughs> Fair question. I wouldn't be, how about his try as well? Like try, try doing the the straight line test after that. 
Oh god, I loved it though. He knew he didn't have the gas the moment he saw Cook there, and he's like, yeah. I'll, "I'll figure." I'm it just out. running to the corner, like, please help. Yeah, and back on that other thing too. By the way, the cards getting stamped. This hasn't happened as much the last few years. Hey, mm. no, oh, they just don't get their cards stamped as much. I like, get another shot. Um, Sam Kusher asks, "How does a supposedly mediocre player like Capewell go to center and play a game like that, and the alleged king gets shafted to center and play that poorly?" A fair question. I, I think. Though the, the big difference for Capewell is like he's played second row for most of the year, right? So at least he'll be up to kind of the defensive side of the game because he'll be tackling bigger guys. But like, I think you like the play that he put on for that try is just like his brain turned off and he just went into like pure instinct. Well, I mean, he, he started 13 first grade games at center. He's played on the wing yeah. in first grade. He's, he's played as utility off the bench in those roles and played, you know, wing and center when he played Queensland Cup as well. Mm. So um, he's just a bit more suited to playing on the edges. You know, as you said, Dale, he's a, he's a second row who's good there. And second row and center aren't as different as they used to be. Like I even seen in the grand final when Crichton ran the wrong line and they bombed a try. Maybe it's a back row in the center. They wouldn't run the wrong line. But anyway... Yeah. This game, yeah, Gutho was, you know, at, out of position and out of sea. Capewell at least had some semblance of understanding of what Gutho he was. hasn't played on an edge in a long time. He's been he he's been a director as opposed to an actor. That's it. Well put. Okay, so what other, what other questions we got? Who else got a good question? Because I know we've got to finish up in a moment. Uh, quick scroll. I think I think that's enough. Good enough of the questions. Think had enough. enough. No, I just, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot. I think people, yeah. now you, you might not know this fellas. People love origin. They do. <laughs> people love us and they love footy. Yeah. And uh, there's a few more Nathan Cleary questions. More Wayne Bennett is the greatest. I mean, there are, I mean, Nathan Cleary does pose a lot of questions. Rugby yeah, league. What a one, sport. One, yeah, one final scroll. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah. Here we one more. Ankle tap says, at what point do we question Cleary in big games? I think that's pretty much all I do. What about you two? It's <laughs> fair. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it is a weird phenomenon that the, the halfbacks haven't really had a good, again, man of the match, whatever, haven't had a good origin in a while. I just, yeah. Something to think about. Yeah, mm. there we go. Oh, so, and we've got a, we've only got a week until there's another one of these. Isn't hooray. That Isn't that absolutely crazy? Um, say it. You do, don't yeah. you? So, yeah, we'll probably do a preview, review, on like a really Same short thing. turnaround again, mate. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll fire up with the boys. Absolutely. But, uh. Indeed. Yeah, sounds good. Anyway, go Queensland. It was great to enjoy <laughs> rugby league again. Love Origin. So weird to be happy on a podcast this happy. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it is weird hearing you happy. Yeah, I've been so miserable at like Bronco for so long. It feels weird. It's like the parents are fighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, now right. it's definitely added some uh, some flavor to the series. It has. Yeah, it I mean, a bit of flavor. Last year, New South Wales learned from the mistakes game one, pounded Queensland game two, remember, 38 to six. And the last game was 26-20 and kind of won by Damien Cook's brilliance. So we'll see. I, th- I think next game might be a Blues pounding, but we'll see. We will. All right. Say goodbye, Dale. Goodbye, Dale. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.